Today was the return of the HR files. That was a fun one here because I could identify with what was going on in it about not being invited when everybody else is. So we did that. We also talked to people who had been skydiving before. That was super cool. And guess what, Chelsea? What's that? I didn't have my facts right, and maybe it's just me today. Shocking. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> You'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly Jordan. So you always hear these stories about, you know, someone on their 100th birthday or 90th birthday decides they're going to jump out of a plane and everybody celebrates the whole thing. Well, there's a woman in the UK who did that on her 100th birthday, had a heart attack and died on the way down. Oh, oh God. Can you imagine being that guy that you're jumping in tandem? No, hold on. This poor guy has you strapped to him. You have to sign waivers for roller coasters, right? If you have heart issues and health issues. So, yes. My gosh. Yeah, this poor woman dies on the way down. And then the guy's got to fall the rest of the way with a dead woman strapped to his chest. Oh, my gosh. He's probably like, why is she so calm? Can you believe that? So this morning, I wanted to talk to anybody who has been skydiving before. We got a couple people sitting on hold. So you've done it before? Yeah. Holy cow. Have you been more than once? No, just once. I uh, haven't been able to get anyone else to go with me for the second one. So if you if you go once, you have to do it as a tandem, right? Like, you can't just go up there on your own and just be like, cool, I'm jumping out of this plane. Oh, no. Definitely not. Yeah, no, you have to have one of the, the guys or instructors to go with you. Okay. I feel like that would, I feel like I would be more uncomfortable with that dude strapped to my back <laughs> than I would be jumping out at 20,000 feet. You can... You can have a woman. They're, they have women ones. Oh, my wife wouldn't allow that. <laughs> That's an So basically, you're jumping out of the plane by yourself yeah. is the only option. She would be praying my chute didn't open at that point. Is that more of a comfort when two people jump out of the plane at the same time instead of just one? I, I have never been tempted to ever try to skydive. So what, was this something you always wanted to do? Um, Not necessarily, but it was like, you know, I've always had like a little bit of a adrenaline junkie in me and I was curious and then somebody else like kind of planned it for me so that helped me to do it and then you know i just had to get over the nerve and, and do it but yeah it's it's wild when you were standing there at the open door of the plane about to jump out were you ready to do it or did the guy the instructor kind of have to give you a nudge or were you just ready to go i told them like just do it even if i hesitate because i'll just stand there all day probably so would you would you do it yeah. again yeah i would now, my biggest fear is the yeah, landing. I know you're going to land. Did you have a target? Um, they have a general target, and then it's just kind of like depending on where the wind is. But, I mean, they give you such a wide space so that, you know, you're not going to be in some trees or on some houses or anything. Oh, right. so you're, yeah, it's always like big fields. So, yeah, it's always like pretty pretty soft, you know, so you, but you just got to breathe your legs. Is it, would you say it's one of the most, it's one of the coolest things you've ever done? Oh, definitely. It's. You know, like there's nothing, nothing like it, and you get this like high afterwards. So that's what makes people want to do it again. Man, that's incredible. Well, hats off to you. You're de- you definitely got more courage than anybody in this room. <laughs> you know, you, you never know what you have until you try it. That's true. Hello, you want skydiving too? Yes, okay. and it was horrifying. <laughs> Okay. What was, well, I mean, what was horrifying about it? You're falling from 20,000 feet in the air. But <laughs> what was yeah, it's like you're dying. You're waiting for this parachute to maybe open. You've heard these horror stories. It is absolutely terrifying. It's literally fight or flight. And, you know, flight took over. I was not <laughs> fighting for that moment. I think I blacked out. So were, you blacked out? 
It was horrible. It, I, like, panicked. I mean, I am having, like, so much anxiety just thinking about it. Like, it is so stupid. Oh, let me jump out of a plane from 20,000 feet up to see it. It was just crazy. Uh, query, if, if you feel like it was so stupid, why did you do it in the first place? Well, you know, it was my 30th birthday. I haven't done it already. Maybe if I was like 20, I would feel differently. But I was like, I'm going to challenge my fear of height. No, never again. I mean, the older you get, you like seriously want to do the things that are less likely to kill you. And I thought that I was dying. So you're not going to recommend it to anybody is what you're saying. <laughs> Why do you want to feel like you're dying? Like, be like, oh, yeah, that was great. Like, no, absolutely not. Like, I'm telling you right now, my anxiety, my heart is beating just thinking about that terrifying experience. Now, a lot of time they have GoPros on these things to capture the experience. Did you watch the footage back when you were all done? It, it makes me nervous to see myself up there. I feel like I'm the parent of myself. Like, why did you, why did you do now, that's funny you say the, the older you get, the wiser you get, because we were just talking about a story about a 100-year-old woman that decided she wanted to go skydiving. Oh, wow. Well, I guess she's 100, so she says she's lived enough life that she died. <laughs> I that's mean, okay come at 100, on. not at 30. That's like, absolutely, I waited this long. And, I mean, to be honest, does she really want to keep living on after 100? <laughs> so... She might be, like, trying to be the new Dr. Jack Kevorkian to her. <laughs> tell us how you really feel about skydiving. Big fan. <laughs> Man. No. Well, that's definitely a different take than the last caller we had. <laughs> so, not doing it ever again, or you'll do it when you turn 100? I mean, maybe if I turn 100, I'm sure I'll be wanting to need a reason <laughs> i'll be like jump out of this plane baby <laughs> so yeah we'll make a plan i'll do it on my 100th birthday and if i survive i'll call the show and tell you about it oh trust me we'll still be here <laughs> someone we were talking earlier to people about uh, going skydiving mm. and this woman had been waiting on hold saying she did it in kind of a weird way what happened i have Skydiving twice in my life. Whoa. And falling is the best feeling in the world. Is it? Once, your feet, once, once my feet hit the ground, awful. The what? first time I blamed it, I went after St. Patrick's Day. So I was like, I was hungover, and oh. that's why I felt like crap. Yeah. Like, it was felt like the worst hangover ever. Well, then I went again, and the same thing happened. I'm like, this is not fair. I did not get the party last night. And now I feel hungover, so I haven't done it since, but the falling feeling is great. How, how high do they let you out? Do you, do you remember how high it was? Uh, I believe it was 3,600 feet. 3,600 feet? 36,000, maybe? Yeah. I, can't 30, I, don't, I don't think you could breathe at 36,000. I, 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 I don't know why I'm critiquing you. I have absolutely no clue. Did you jump <laughs> by yourself? I have it on a shirt. Um, no, it was a tandem. Okay. So there was a guy strapped to my back. 
I, I am. I'm surprised with the hungover thing. Like I'd be so worried about vomiting like right in his face. Yeah, I. As soon as my feet hit the ground, I stopped immediately, and I'm like, I don't feel good. All right. Usually, <laughs> usually you skydive from fourteen thousand feet. Is what this okay. is what Google is. Telling she was me. hungover. It's double that. <laughs> <laughs> the highest. The highest. Well, you- I have it. I have it on the back of a shirt. There's a three and a six. I know that. There, okay. Well, that, man, maybe it was 3,600 feet. That seems really low, though. So, to clarify, is it a hangover cure to jump out of a plane? I just want to, just kind of want to know. Uh, no, I would I would say it would be a bad idea to do hungover. What okay. about those poor people on the ground if you're jumping hungover? Like, <laughs> oh, it's raining. Oh, my God. <laughs> what goes up must come down. Well, I, I feel it might go up first, so it's going to come back at me. That's true. Thank you so much for the call this morning. Kelly Jordan. Everyone's invited to the party but me. That is what we have up in the HR files today as we are joined by Brian Zenzen. And if you just heard the voicemail, someone was saying that the boss keeps having parties. Everyone at work is invited except for them. Yep. Should they tell HR? Aww. Can they tell? Does HR even care? <laughs> is, is it truly everyone or is it a couple people that just happen to have a relationship with the boss or the manager and they hang out outside of work? There's mm-hmm. nothing saying that you can't, that like this boss or whoever can't hang out with their employees outside of work, right? So that's dead on the vine already then. I, I know exactly what this feels is like. It a, <laughs> is it appropriate? Now, she said the boss was throwing parties. So to me, that's more than just meeting up for drinks or, or getting some pizza. I mean, what what is that with that relationship? Yeah, that I that? mean... If you notice, okay, so here's where it could, it could, you could uh, assume that you could be in the, the right here. But let's say Brian and I start getting passed over for things, and Chelsea and Kelly that are going to the boss's house on the weekends are starting to get preferential treatment. That's where you, you one could argue they're getting all the good jobs or good details, and I'm, you know, I got told to take out the trash three weeks in a row now. I'm on this caller's side because of the way it was around here last summer. Oh, oh, I wasn't here. You were not. Mm. Here's what happened last summer. Mm -hmm. Brian Riley, another guy, Uh and our boss were constantly going out golfing. Oh, tell me about it. Not once. Yeah. Not even once Mm -hmm. was an offer extended to me to Mm -hmm. go with them and go golfing. Mm -hmm. Time out. One. Do you even own a set of golf clubs? I do own a set of golf clubs. It's a ma- yes, I do. Have you a nice used, pair. Have you ever used a pair of golf clubs? Yes. Okay, that's exactly why. You so you this, let me answer. Yes, I did. This use is them. the. This you is the. Never. I wouldn't have gone even if I was invited. No, I would have gone. Okay. I like, I, I'm not a good golfer, but I like just being out on the golf course with the guys. Yeah. No one invited me. And this was week after week after. And I would say to these guys in the studio, "So you guys going golfing today again? Oh yeah, that's the plan." Silence. Here, the other thing. <sighs> Kelly would go about three holes, and then you'd go, so how many more do we have? Yeah. And we'd go, Kelly, there's 18 holes in golf. Eight, well, I can't make 18, and then you'd leave after hole six. How, how would you know? You never invited me. Because we just had a feeling. I could have been crushing holes in one. You wouldn't even know. You see how he's saying this? There's no chance. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been shooting three-pointers, I'm sure. <laughs> That's not even golf, Kelly. Aren't you our HR guy? No, me? Can you Yo. talk to me like that? No, I was talking to somebody it's else. It's bad enough Brian Riley talks to me like that, not Listen, Brian Zenzen. I just wanted to hit a home run. That's it. Kelly? Uh, but I will say, uh, in this caller's defense, it hurts to be the odd man out. It hurts I, to be the cheese standing alone. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, Kelly, it's warm outside. You want to go golfing? I don't have my clothes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, there it is. There it is. That's, I think we got to the bottom of this one, though. 
It's been a while. We're a little rusty in yeah, the HR Yeah, I know. Cloud. I mean, we, we we circled around the drain a little bit, but hey, I got I got to stay sharp. I got to yeah. stay sharp. Good for you. Thank Good you. for you. Thank and you. we'll do it again. It's called the HR Files with our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. A question about work events, you know, parties outside of work that they were never being invited to. I totally understood that because last summer, Brian Riley, another guy, and our boss would go golfing all the time and never would invite me to go. Why are you throwing me under the bus? Because it's because I only speak truth. <laughs> okay. Facts don't care about your feelings, Brian. Brian is not sorry. <laughs> anyway, someone's on the phone and been holding since the HR files and says, I am totally in the wrong on this. Now, that's interesting. That doesn't happen often. It sounds about right. <laughs> it doesn't happen often, but okay. I can't wait to hear her explanation. And I can't wait till we get Brian Riley's mic fixed. Listen to that thing. Listen how echoey that thing is. I know. It sounds like I'm a quarter mile away. I know. <laughs> Every time I get off the mic, I'm like, God, I can't wait to get that thing fixed. Wait, you golfing over there? <laughs> Fart! Practicing his swing with, without me once again. Anyway, all right. How, how am I in the wrong? How is that possible? So, you know, yesterday... You were talking about that uh, Valentine's and the gal that was playing games with her boyfriend or husband about kind of the runaround. Yeah, she told her husband, don't get me anything for Valentine's Day when she actually did want something for Valentine's Day. Okay, that got you kind of irate on that one. (laughs) But in the same token, you and the boys and the golf, you're kind of doing the same thing with them saying, hey, are you guys going golfing today? Waiting for them to ask you when, if you want to go, why didn't you just say, hey, can I join you golfing today? I will tell you why. I'll tell you why I didn't invite myself. And Brian Riley can back me up on this. Okay. At the time of you guys going golfing all the time, there was one person that was going golfing with y'all who was not fond of me at the time. Okay. Is, is that? Am I right or wrong in this? Okay, yeah, I guess. Okay. So I was not about to say, I was waiting for... I was waiting for the invite to know that it was oh, that the dust had settled and everything was okay, and I could now become a part of the friend circle again. I think she's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm she, ruling in her favor. <laughs> in all fairness, Chelsea, you were not here last summer. You were not here last summer. You you don't know the mind the games. tension that was going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote with the color as well. It's so. Still- don't mess with people's minds if you want to go. Just no, it's not. This is totally... <laughs> this, okay, to make it the same as our caller yesterday, I would have had to have said to these guys, hey, I don't want to go with you guys, and then still hope that they invited me. I Played wanted to go. But they didn't invite me. Interns you probably should have done Jackie the reverse psychology. Maybe we would have invited Jackie you. There? I don't mm. think so. So yeah, here's the deal. Brian Riley asked me some questions about the I don't like this line of questions. <laughs> you just have to guess while I get the answers right or wrong. Okay. All right. All right. He's going to get two out of three. Uh, gosh. Okay. Well, I, I can't Brian really defend first myself. Two you against one once Bowl. again. So. Uh, three which against team one, had been to the Super Bowl again, four Brian times and had zero leads? Well, I know the answer to that. Yes or no? No. Sometimes I'm going to say that and I'm not going to be joking. You could have at least gotten through, Jerry. You're going to go to the driving range to work on your golf story, Kelly. What team has played in four Super Bowls? Because then you are going to invite me. I'm so terrible. Never held a lead. Never held a lead. Meaning, I want to talk to anyone who's been skydiving. I think I might know this. I think I want to talk to somebody who have this starter jacket. We always hear about these old people going skydiving on their Buffalo Bills centennial birthday. You make it sound like there's millions of old people jumping out of. I do. Well, you it hear is those stories Minnesota all the time. Vikings. It is the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. It, it, it hurts so bad, but every time we're in the playoffs, my dad goes over these games. They were in the, when were they, Brian? The 70s? Yeah. The the, yeah. yeah the, Still a fan. 
All right, I'm okay with that. Uh, you know what it is? It's just because I love the Vikings so much, I couldn't even imagine thinking anything negative about them. That's exactly that's exactly what we were thinking, too. That's what it is. All right, Jack, you're doing good, brother. You got one out of three so far. Let's see if you can get two out of three. Brian Riley, the next question you asked. Uh, I asked you, what is the name of the Super Bowl trophy? Well, I know the name of the Super Bowl trophy. No. You don't think so? All right, let's see, Jack. What is the name of the trophy they win at the Super Bowl? I actually know this one. I wouldn't have known this if, if you would have asked me this two days ago. I wouldn't have known this. How did you find out what it is? Because you know I work on that sports podcast. Yep. And uh, they were talking about it the other day, and I was like, oh, that's the name of that trophy. <laughs> so, Chelsea, you can stand down on this one. I got right. it. The Lombardi Trophy. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. Sports. <laughs> Sometimes you got to have faith in the kid, Jack. I guess. <laughs> All right, but you're still in this because you just got to get two out of three. Brian Riley, what was the last question that was asked? How many Super Bowl rings does Tom Brady have? Well, I know that one. No. Let's see. For all the marbles in my lunch. How many rings does Tom Brady have? How many Ooh, Super Bowl rings okay. does Tom Brady have? I f- I'm going to... Uh. Is he the most winningest quarterback in Super Bowl history? He has the most Super Bowl rings in history. Okay, that helps actually. So I'm going to say this sounds like a lot, man. There's no okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. Okay. He has five Super Bowl rings. That is incorrect. He has seven Super Bowl rings. Did you know that, Chelsea? I did. Dang it. Because I knew it was it was more than a hand. I was gonna say seven, but that seemed like way too many. And also, his wife still left him. And also one of two people to actually have a Super Bowl with two different teams. Whoa. Yeah. Dang it, man. But hey, listen, I'm glad I got it wrong, Jack, because that means that you won. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> You are picking up my lunch because I barely know even the basics of football. But I am definitely looking forward to the big contest this weekend. Oh, good God. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to win it? The team that wants it the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whoever wins is the team who came to play that day, right? I guess. Small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Fredonia, North Dakota, population... 34. And if you're passing through Fredonia on Highway 56, they want to let you know that because of the warm weather, spring weight restrictions have already gone into effect. But it won't take you too long to get through there on Highway 56 at a town that only covers 0.24 square miles. But that's why Fredonia, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly Jordan. An interesting fact about liver transplants. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. And you're sitting there saying, Kelly, please give us this information you learned about liver transplants. But somebody wants to chime in first. You said you had something interesting about it? Hey, I had another one for your Maybe It's Just Me about your liver transplant. Yeah, give it Um, to me. So for kidney transplant, they don't always take out your other kidneys. So say your other two kidneys fail and you need a transplant, they just add the other kidney into your abdomen. So you can have three kidneys in your body at the same time. And say that one fails and you need another one, you can have four kidneys in your body. So you can end up with multiple kidneys in your body. They don't usually only take the kidney unless it's like cancerous or something like that because right. there's more of a risk of, you know, bleeding and all of that if they take the old kidneys out. So 
fun. Are you a nurse or have you had a kidney transplant? Um, I used to work at the urology department in Mayo Clinic in Rochester. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Well, these so. are the kind of facts that I absolutely love, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Hi. So I just uh, realized something as she was talking. Uh, what? It's it's not a fact about liver transplants. I learned it was about kidney transplants, and it's, <laughs> it's totally what she just said. I am so shocked you didn't get the facts right. So shocked. It happens from time to time. Look, I do this every single day, and sometimes the facts are going to be a little blurry on this. But as she was talking. <laughs> facts are blurry. It as happens from time to time once a week. As she was talking, I was like, wait, that's the exact same thing I heard about liver transplant. So I Googled it while she was talking. I was like, oh, shoot. Uh, it's a kidney transplant where they don't take out your old kidney every time. At least there was no math involved. Could you imagine no. talking about this and math at the same time? Oh, it would have been, my face would have melted off. Could you imagine if Kelly was a doctor? <laughs> he did go to HVAC school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a doctor of HVAC. Have I ever told you that, Chelsea, that I went to HVAC school? I don't bring it up often. No, a never. A couple times. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I went to HVAC school, so I, I, but this. So he basically can do liver transplants or kidney transplants or, or whatever you need. Yeah. Well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> but I, they, I didn't even get her name because oh, I was so, I was so embarrassed cool, at the end. I just wanted to get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you for calling in and thank you for saving. Maybe it's just me today. So that was that was going to be it. That when you get a kidney transplant, they don't take your old kidney out. They just lay a new one on top of it. So, so the liver transplant was literally just you. Yeah, li- <laughs> the liver one, they totally take out your entire old liver because usually it's diseased and not working, so they have to take it out. Yeah. So you have so. nothing else, huh? No. I got some facts about Lake Superior if you want those because no. that was another one I was going to do. Please save that till tomorrow. That's gold. That, yeah, yeah that's- save that. That's that. We need that cliffhanger, please. You don't want to burn that. Like, Did you know it takes 550 billion gallons of water to raise Lake Superior just one inch? Did you know that? Wow. I'm going to be honest. I think you've used that one already. Damn it! I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you have. <laughs> All right. Back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. Well, thank you to whoever called and saved. Maybe it's just me today. I actually found that super interesting that they don't take out your old kidney, but they totally take out your old liver. And I will have another one for you tomorrow, and I will do my own research tomorrow and get it right. <laughs> and I'll have one that I may have to say to you that, ha, <laughs> ah, maybe it's just me. Helping students who need it. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. I got great news for you. Now, I didn't even know there was something called the Arby's Foundation, but I guess it's part of uh, something called, what is it? Um, It's called Inspire Brands, which is their parent company. Anyway, they've set out an initiative to pay $1 million nationwide to help children who are suffering from hunger. Oh, wow. Now, the way they decided to start doing this is they started out with a $200,000 donation. Now, this is happening down in Georgia. And what they did with the $200,000 is they eliminated $88,000 of lunch lunch debts in Decatur County. $73,000 $73,000 worth of lunch debts in Cobb County, and then $7,000, I'm sorry, $42,000 worth of lunch debt in Fulton County. So in those three counties, they completely eliminated all of the school lunch debt for kids that were there and left money there so that kids who couldn't afford to have a lunch could get a decent lunch. That's amazing. And this was Arby's? Yeah, Arby's did this. Now, I guess down in Georgia, they have a thing, and they used to do this here, too. I know that they did, where it's like, if you didn't have enough money for lunch, you got like a cheese sandwich or yeah, something like that. saran wrapped. Right. Just absolutely. And then you're embarrassed because you clearly don't have enough money for lunch, and the other kids are making fun of you, and you're not getting a decent lunch. They would send us home with like a little ticket, so it was like a little piece of paper of shame. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, you're overdrawn. We like, used to get drawn on. 
They would write on our arms, like, you owe money, like on our hands. Oh, hey, like a scarlet letter? Yeah, and then you would go home and show your mom. You'd be like, I just wrote you a check. And it's like, I bought an extra PB&J. Yeah, well, My yeah. bad. Right. <laughs> we would get calls all the time. Your child's lunch account is overdrawn by $20. It's like, Aww. what the heck? Either way, they were saying that, all right, this enough is enough of this garbage. So they paid off everyone's debt and then said, we want to make it so that this never happens again. So they left every school with a $15,000 bank or whatever you want to call it, fund, so that kids don't have to go hungry throughout the day. Wow. That's cool. That is really cool. And they said childhood hunger is something that no one should ever have to face, and school lunch should be a time that kids look forward to without worrying if they're not going to get a meal that day or being made fun of by other kids for not being able to afford a lunch. Well, and they need it to get through the day. Heck yeah, man. You remember those days back in school just being hungry as heck in class? It was all you could think about? Right, yep. They, they said, we're honored to have partnered with so many local school districts to help these students enjoy lunchtime with their classmates and ease the burden on their parents. Thank you, Arby's. Which I just find absolutely amazing. I mean, that's great that they're out there doing that. So I thought that was a great story because sometimes you think that these corporations are just nameless, faceless places that don't care. And clearly they're doing stuff like this. They do care. And that's why they come up on happy hour. This is, we got to shine a light on these things. Otherwise, no one's going. You're not going to see this story on the news, Chelsea. That's the problem. Do you get it? They want you to give in to the darkness. We don't do that here. We don't play that game. We're a beacon of light in the darkness, and we'll do it every single day thanks to Audio Video Extremes. This was your happy hour. Welcome to the bonus track. It's the very first break of the day. This morning, we talked about a little bit more about Toby Keith passing away, and then we talked about, does it make you mad when your significant other just starts cleaning out of the blue? <laughs> I think you're out of your mind. I think that's awesome. Uh, well, I'm not the one who gets mad. <laughs> It's the one that I married that gets mad. Oh. Anyway, we talked about that. It's called our bonus track. We do that because we tack it on the very end of the podcast. Right on, right on. Oh, here, I got a rap for you. You ready for this one, Chelsea? Lay it oh. on me. Hump day is in full swing. Two more days. That can kind of sting. But we're going to do our best to do a better show than all the rest. I forgot that I had a rap ready to go this morning. Get up! Yesterday I had to curb that due to uh, Toby Keith's untimely passing, so I didn't oh. want to come in all crazy and wild. And Boy, I was shocked at the amount of people on my Facebook page that had pictures and Instagram that had pictures with Toby Keith. They were flooding through, and it was funny because these people, some of them that we've worked with, I mean, they look like little kids. Like, Well, no, some of them weren't <laughs> even people I worked with. It's just people I know. And they'd be like, oh, I met Toby Keith because he used to have a restaurant uh, down in like, uh, kind of like central, not central Minnesota, almost southern what? Minnesota. So a lot of people that I grew up with, like met him at his restaurant. What was the restaurant? It was called uh, Beer for My Horses. Oh, of course it was. Right. And it was uh, it was in a city called Golden Valley, Minnesota. I know Golden Valley. That's where Care 11 was. Yeah. yeah. Right. Heck so yeah. either way, um, yeah, so a lot of people had pictures with him, and I was like, oh, that's wild. Like, I didn't know that I knew so many people that had drank with I him. knew him, and because of that song, I do give a beer to my horse every year on his birthday. Do you, does he, he loves dr- it. actually drink it? Oh, yeah. He's not into, like, lagers or anything. He likes a good McGolden Light oh, or well. Coors, yeah. He's a very common common man type horse. And because he's 1,200 pounds, he can't really get drunk. Right. So- <laughs> oh, I bet I could get him drunk. I bet I could go beer for beer with that horse. <laughs> oh, Dusty. And then did you see how many red Solo cups? There was like this meme. I did not see that. It was getting passed around. They're like, keep passing around, keep sharing the photo. So like just red Solo cups in my feed. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, it, and it was, it was crazy. Like people who I know who aren't even in country radio 
like who were in alternative radio and all, they had yeah. photos with him. I was like, man, that dude must have made the rounds. He's so awesome. Yeah, that's he, uh, he was like bold but like humble at yeah. the same time. Like he was like a like good he, old boy. Like he raised millions of dollars for veterans. He, I guess, he built some place in uh, Oklahoma. I think in his home or in his hometown of Edmond, North Dakota, or of Edmond, Oklahoma. Uh, like a cancer, a place for people who are battling yes. cancer to stay. I mean, I I didn't know he was so philanthropic. If while you he was going through his stuff too, yeah, good what a dude, man. man, good dude. We lost a good one yesterday or two days ago now. But uh, I got a question for you, Chelsea. You right. being a woman, I have a question for you. God. Now I don't know how okay. much I don't know how much information you want to give out on the air so far, but oh. you do uh, have a boyfriend. I do, and. You live together, I think. We do? Okay. I think I know a few facts about you. We're living in sin, yeah. according to my grandma. Trust me, I've prayed <laughs> I've I've prayed for you. It seems to be doing thank, no good though. Thank you. <laughs> but, oh my god, if you knew anything about my past, okay. you'd, be, you'd be lighting a candle for me. It's all good. It's all good. All right, so now yes. okay. Do you get upset if he just jumps in and starts cleaning something? Like if something gets on his nerve so much, he's like, fine, I'm going to, I got to clean this thing. Oh no. It's like anytime that I see a man, specifically my man cleaning, like Marvin Gaye comes on boom, and boom, boom. oh yeah, I'm loving that when he's sweeping like and this. mopping. <laughs> I've been feeling fine, baby. That See, one. I, now I'm. I'm not like a lot of guys. I love doing laundry. I love doing. He does too. I love doing dishes. Yeah. And I don't mind cleaning. It's just I work so much. I don't have time to yeah. do deep cleaning all the time. Well, he gets into those like deep cleaning modes, but I appreciate it because uh, the, my dog has just destroyed our floors <laughs> this this season. Your little puggle. Our backyard is like you know it's just like everybody's it's just sloppy it's, right now. It's swampy soup garbage. Gross. I would almost rather have snow on it because hundred so percent. I'm sitting in our living room yesterday, trying to relax for the half hour before I go to bed. The half hour of my day where I'm not working, and right before I go to bed, I hear your brother preach. So I was like, I was like, I can't take this floor anymore. I was like, I am so grossed out sitting in my own living room. There's nothing but dog hair and dog <laughs> footprints all over the place. So I'm on my phone and I'm googling best way to clean wood laminate floors or whatever the hell. That's we what have. we have, and it feels like it never gets clean. Well, you might want to try. My little, I'm writing this my, down. My little hack. It was uh, vinegar, rubbing alcohol, and some warm water. Now I don't know if that created some hazardous gas wow, in the house. That's some strong stuff. And a microfiber cloth. And oh, I'm, and it, my half hour before I go to bed, I'm just scrubbing the floor. I'm Hold like, up, are you on hands and knees? Hands and knees. <laughs> <laughs> like, that elbow like grease. Cinderella. <laughs> Did you have a, like a, a Norwex on each knee so you're kind of cleaning with your knees too? No, no, that wouldn't have been a bad idea. And my <laughs> wife was like, why does this gross you out but so many other things don't? I'm like, because this isn't just a messy house. Yeah. This is grime. I know. I'm, and I was like, I, look, I grew up in a 700 square foot house and my parents were not good parents, but I'll be darned if they didn't keep the house clean. There he goes. My mom kept all 700 square foot of that See, house. They have pride in that. Right. Now, well, how was that uh, How was that water bucket when you were done? I didn't even get the whole floor done because I only had a half hour to yeah, clean oh, before it was time for me to go to bed. True. True. So but fucking, did it work? It did very well. So I'm excited to get home and do the rest of the floor. Okay. But my wife is like, my wife was like angry with me as I was doing it. Kelly, I think, you're a saint. You just no, said, no. I can't wait to go home and clean the floor for men everywhere. So we're out, out there. there. <laughs> we are out there in full force. I love that. But I, I hear you. And it's like every day our road is torn up. Yeah. So my Dalmatian turns into a chocolate lab. Every time, just letting her out, Ugh. and it's just a mess, and I'm over it. I'm like, do I get 
get the little booties? Do I build a little car wash yeah, that would she has you, to walk through to come back Would you house? actually use the booties, though? Oh, gosh. She would hate that. She would look at me like, what are you doing, woman? I, my dog is uh, uh, maybe 11 years old, I think, at the oh. time. And Puggles live between 10 to 15 years. So you have how many more years of no, this? No, I, and I just told my wife. I said, look, Jack has been a good dog to us. He's very sweet. He's very sweet. He just he sheds a lot, and, it, and that yeah. drives me crazy. Yeah. That's not his fault. That's my fault for not doing any research. <laughs> but you you got to groom him. I'm like, oh, I do. I brush. I could brush him for 100 hours a day, yeah. and it, he'd still have hair that he was shedding. <laughs> so I would tell my wife, I was like, look, when this dog goes over the Rainbow Bridge or to the Rainbow Bridge or however that works, <laughs> Under I, need, it. <laughs> I need a break. Like I need a break from having oh. a dog in my house. Have you guys, you didn't grow up with pets, I, did you? I didn't. Not in that 700 square foot house. And, and like, I was like, I, I'm tired of the poop in the yeah. yard. I'm tired of his, his pee killing our grass. I'm like, I'm tired oh, of his hair oh, on yeah, everything. Boy. And I'm like, can we just have like maybe a year time frame where we don't have a dog and just see how it feels? We might enjoy it. Now, you're going to hate me for this. What? So in my truck, which you've walked by, it's muddy as all heck. Right? I was, oh, I got some car washes I'm going to give you. I got Thank some, you. I, got some fr- I was going to do it yesterday. I forgot to give them to you. That's embarrassing when your coworker's like, hey, you need to wash your car. Well, I did see it the other day. I was like, damn, that thing is dirty. <laughs> but I, cow, I load my girls up because they're, they're in my life. And I load them up in the back and we go hiking and we go for walks. And there's this one paw print in the middle of my, my council and it is Delilah's footprint. And I have not cleaned it up. Gross. I will. I will. I know. I will clean the rest of my truck. I'll vacuum. I'll scrub. I'll do the rugs and everything. It's it's hopeless. It's hopeless with Gross. dogs. But I will keep that little paw print right there because I just love her so much. <laughs> you and I are cut from a different cloth. <laughs> I would be angry over that. <laughs> I just think it's precious because I know one day it's not going to be there anymore. Right. Well, what about when, so you'll just what about when you have to sell this car? But not in the house. Oh, no, no, no. I ride or die. My my trucks and my cars, I keep them their whole life. Well, it's going to die at some point. Yep. Rest in pieces. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, <laughs> I, I look, I, the thing is, too, is people are like, oh, you're not a dog person. No, I, I love dogs. To, I absolutely adore you dogs. I just love the shedding. I just, like, in mess. my home, I don't like, <laughs> <laughs> and when I lay down on a pillow, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> And we don't, we don't allow our dogs on the furniture or anything like that. Oh. There's just so much freaking hair. I can't, oh, I can't stand it. And my girls have their own couch, but I do put a blanket down and they Gross. get washed. They get Gross. washed every other day. <laughs> I just love this. All right. <laughs> Let's do some history, Chelsea, shall we? Oops, that's not what I wanted. That was the wrong thing. You got me all flabbergasted now over here. Ugh. All right. Uh, all right. Here we go. This is the sound effect we need. I mean, we really could just- I'm a creature of habit. I like my sound effects. No, you gotta have them. It was on this day, all the way back in 1804, the John Deere American Tractor Factory, no, manufacturer, was born in 1804. 1804. I mean, when you think of America, you think of Ford, John Deere, Mm -hmm. apple pie. Unbelievable. That's I can't believe so it was back awesome. in 1804. Uh, it was on this day in 1940. And then something else caught my eye. A puppet. You know, one of those marionette things. All strings and joints. <laughs> Cute little fella. Good piece of wood, too. There's nothing 
more awesome than old Disney movies, right? Pinocchio. Yeah, Pinocchio hit theaters on this day in 1940. That was only the second full-length animated film that Walt Disney had done at the time. And it was so good. The first one being Cinderella, right? Yes. That was the first one. Then Pinocchio came out. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, that is so cool. That's crazy to think that was 1940 also. like, uh, Anything colored on the screen in 1940 must have been like, wow, this is magic. And back then, to create those movies? Oh, man. It took years. Yeah. Years. And they're so fun to watch. Uh, on this day in 1995, a huge day in country music. Shania Twain released her second studio album, The Woman in Me, which went on to become her biggest selling record of all time. And at the time of its release, it was the biggest re- selling record of uh, in country Heck music ever. Yes. She broke in the mainstream country, this this chick from Canada, and she revolutionized country music. Man. Remember how cutting edge she was? They oh, didn't want to show the music videos. Yep. Well, there was a documentary on Netflix about, uh, it's something that Shania Twain was in, and it's crazy to think that she was considered so controversial at the time. No, and now look at us. And now she's like, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I just, I, that I think 1995, when that album came out, I think that's when I met her at the Mall of America. I mean, she was doing an autograph yeah, signing, right? Yeah. There was like a, a thousand people in line. And I told my friends, and I've said this on the air before, meeting her, like she was angelic when I saw her. I felt like oh. I could I felt like I could see like an aura around her when she I met is. her. She is. She's just a genuine person. Was she wearing leopard? No, she was ah. wearing like a, she was wearing a white top with like black leather jeans. So you remember? Oh, black leather pants. Oh god, yeah, remember. I remember. <laughs> it was nineteen ninety five. I was eighteen years old. <laughs> Every I, yeah, woman I was in love with her too. Holy moly. Shania. I was I just was like I was just uh, it's beside myself. I can see it. Let's do some- <laughs> Let's do some birthdays real quick, shall we? Celebrating a birthday today. Don't worry. It's not what you think. I'm making a blender rocket. One of the greatest television characters of all time. Of course, he played Kelso on that 70s show. But Ashton Kutcher, it's his birthday today. Oh, my gosh. Any idea how old he is? I'm going to go with 44. Ah, you're actually close this time. Not close enough, though. He's the ripe old age of 46 today. Is he really? Yep. He's cool. Also celebrating a birthday today. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? Can't wait to see it. Chris Rock, it's his birthday today. I've been working on an imitation of him. Before the slap. Did the slap, did the slap knock off 10 years? No, no. He's, I, he, I, actually, I didn't know he was this old. Oh, Lord. All right, let's go. I didn't know that Chris <laughs> Rock was this old. <laughs> you could have given me a million guesses. I wouldn't have known. That sounds more like Gilbert Godfrey, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. That was an accidental imitation. Oh, gosh. And now I have his face stuck in my head. Okay, I'm going to go with 58. Oh, wow. Hey, you What? What? He's the ripe old age of 59 today. Wow. And then finally, celebrating a birthday today. Garth Brooks. It's his birthday today. Uh, Talk about revolutionizing country music. Dude, so cool. Uh, do you know how old Garth Brooks is? Today? Oh, Garth. Get I this, got- or you, otherwise you lose all credibility. Shucky darn. All right. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with 49. For Garth Brooks? Yep. Are you Are you serious? I don't know. You know he's been making records since like the 90s. He can still shake it. <laughs> all right, 49. That's your guess. Mm. Garth Brooks is 62 today. No! 
he's not. Yes, he is. Really? That dude was putting out records in like 92. He just has so much energy. He does. And he doesn't age. Everybody says he's one of the best shows you'll ever see. Yeah, he's 62 years old today. Oh, my gosh. And of course, if it's your birthday today, I want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 